0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Yeah, I know. There's been lots of traffic, folks. We've been busy, busy, busy here today. On your Wednesday right here on Kelly and Company, Brock Richardson with me, Kelly McDonald, host of the program today. And glad you out there, wherever you're listening in around the world, can uh, join us for the program. Thanks a lot. Remember, you can listen right from your computer at AMI.ca, mainstream of the program, right there from AMI-audio. Okay, Brock, well, as we settle in here, still a little more business to handle on a Wednesday.
2: Indeed, there's always business to handle on Kelly and Company. It's time for independent living with Leanne Barda.
1: I'm Leanne Barda. I'm an independent living skills specialist. And if you have questions about independent living, join me on Kelly and Company for all our tips and tricks.
2: Leanne, you have kind of hacked like all of my favorite things in one. Topic that's (laughs) picnic, barbecue, and gathering prep. We got lots to cover today, don't we?
1: We certainly do. So, you know, with all you know all the things that we can possibly do now, and with hardly any restrictions, it's time to get back to life and uh, do it with, of course, some safety precautions in place. Um, But you know, we have just a short amount of window in Canada to enjoy whatever left of summer, so. Let's get out there and then figure out what we should do for our picnics, our patios, and our outdoor barbecues again.
2: With organizing gatherings these days, there are several factors to consider. <clears throat> Let's start with location options, if we would.
1: Of course, so given our where we are, we have so many options. We have parks, we have conservation areas, we have ravines, we have uh, backyards and patios, we have so many options. But uh, some of the parks and uh, conservation areas actually have picnic pavilions that you can rent from the city, and you have to pick up a barbecue permit so you can make your gathering a little bit more exciting and have less equipment to lug with you when you go to these places. So having a plan in place will sort of help you uh, be able to plan for equipment weather, so if it's raining or windy, at least you've got some cover with the, uh, the pavilion. So, here's a couple of things to do to consider. So, having a plan, of course, is paramount because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that goes into it, right? So, um, the first thing you want to consider is who you want to invite and if the space is accessible for all those who are attending, if they have additional needs that we just don't want to add barriers to people's lives. So if uh, everyone's able to get there safely with like uh, even pathways and you know, um, it make that it's wheelchair accessible then that is already, you know, a step ahead and allowing people to enjoy it to the most of their ability. So the next thing, um, some places you need to call ahead and book the space. So now, thankfully there's a lot of things you can book online and, um, you can, I think you can also get your barbecue permit there. So, you know, you want to kind of get in on that before probably at least a week or two, if not more, if you know, let's say your gathering is going to be at the end of the month, I would probably do it now just to make sure that the space isn't booked up for parties and other things. So you don't want to be uh, out of luck.
0: Well, especially post-pandemic, everything is so backed up. So you don't want to assume anything. And everybody wants to get out to do something. So these these spaces uh, are wonderful. And I, I love it when it comes to the pavilions because if something happens, if it's rainy, I mean, you'd have to have quite a monsoon and high winds to make you say, you know what, we can't, we can't do this. Uh, let's talk about having that plan in place.
1: Right. So the next thing you want to do is like, how do you want to deal with the food? So do you want to have a potluck? Do you want everybody to bring their own stuff? Um, do you want everybody to contribute a little bit of money to pick, to pick up food before you get there? Um, you know, just little things like that can sort of take a lot of the stress out of the day. So Uh, The next thing you can do is you want to sort of think about um, sort of additional activities you can do during the day, during the day. So are there games, are there sports equipment uh, that is accessible for everybody attending? Are you going to play baseball? Are you going to play, you know, soccer with, so you have the bell, the bell soccer ball. Do you have a braille deck of cards, you know, just things like that. So you want to have everything with you so that when you get there, um, everyone can have a good time. So. My favorite thing that I've ever picked up is at, uh, Costco. It's this, this foldable wagon and, um, uh, <clears throat> it's heavy enough that I can put two of my children in it and drag them. So <laughs> it's uh, probably good enough to bring all the stuff you need to do for, for a picnic. So, um, uh, <clears throat> if you don't want to do the wagon thing, you can do, um, sorry about that. One of those, uh, granny carts. So, or you can get multiple people to bring, uh, that's <coughs> a gra- granny card. Sorry, I've got something dry in my throat here.
0: That's coffee dryness. That's what it is. <coughs> yeah. That's what happens. It just yeah. grabs you. Um, yeah. Le- Leanne, my question too: Why? Why? Just while you're sorting out the th- the throat there? I, is the is there such a thing as having too many of the helpers? You know, too many cooks spoil the broth. <coughs> when it comes to this stuff, in the way of things getting left, it always seems you get to an event like this, mm-hmm. and somebody mm-hmm. says, "Yeah, where's the ketchup?" Oh, right. That yeah. Brock was Brock. Did you no, I <laughs> thought Leanne had that. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and and it's best to, I mean, have those those people who are making your call, whether it's one person. Mm-hmm. But is there is, if you found it's too many people sometimes?
1: Yeah, so maybe having one designated person who is sort of doing looking after everything overall. So maybe having a, an accessible Google Doc where everybody says, "Okay, I'm bringing this." And I've got it covered. Or people just going into the Google Doc and saying, "Yep, this is what I'm bringing." Or they'll add whatever they need to add, so that makes the main person can know that everything is uh, is going to be brought to the to the site.
2: Great. Okay. Even just like a working like a working document, so that people can, as you mentioned, <clears throat> go in and just have a look. Because when mm-hmm. you bring so many things and so many people. As we all know, it can just get so chaotic very, very quickly in a situation like that. Well, and, and who's bringing talk- the stuff, right? Like that's yeah. always exactly. the thing because
0: most people, especially what we're talking about who's how many drivers, do you have? and people if they're mm-hmm. if they're mm-hmm. taking transit, walking in, you know, you'd like to yep. cut down on how much you ask of them too.
1: Exactly. So maybe you know whatever people can carry in their backpacks, right. You know, for the people who who can. And everyone else, let's say someone is coming uh in a vehicle, then you know stuff that vehicle <laughs> as much as you can before That's you right. before you before you get there. uh so make friends with people with vans
0: then you got Leanne carding the music equipment
1: right, exactly so uh you know nowadays we're lucky. we have like little tiny bluetooth speakers that are extremely powerful, so we don't need to have that these giant uh boom boxes anymore, so now we can have you know a dj in our pockets with our our phones our tablets and our bluetooth speakers so that's uh you know make sure you of course have uh one of those extra chargers you know those little battery battery packs in case uh your phone dies so you've got something as a backup
0: okay and anything else yeah. in our supplies speaking of packs ice and things like that
1: yep um extra ice packs coolers picnic blankets uh maybe consider bringing some extra uh plastic uh, Tupperware kind of things to uh, bring home leftovers. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, you know, determining what time of day you want to hold it. So, what lighting conditions are most comfortable for people to navigate in? Because in the bright sun, a lot of people have a lot of problems with the glare and uh, the bright lights. So, maybe, you know, yes. early evening might be a good shot.
2: Yeah. It's and always, of course, uh, always yeah, go good to plan those things, especially when you have. <laughs> Uh, challenges with vision, you want to make sure that you really cover off all your bases because that sun and even some lighting can really get into your eyes really quickly.
1: Right. And then, of course, you know, you want to consider foods that will stand up well to being transported. And of course, that will not be, you know, weep with uh, hot temperatures. So because food poisoning is no fun. And that's the last thing you don't you don't want to regret when uh, you're going to something fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So you kind of want to opt for foods that are easy to eat, that require little to no utensils, things that isn't messy. So maybe things like fried chicken or burritos or cookies or different kinds of sandwiches, things that are just really easy and not too much stress. Um okay. If you want to get if you want to get fancy, you could do like a charcuterie board with like meats and cheeses and olives and pickles and crackers, or bruschettas and dips with cut vegetables, and then everything mm-hmm. can be assembled when you get there.
2: Mm. Love it. Can we discuss uh, packing for your picnic? You've got some really cool stuff under this list.
1: Yeah, so you want to cover all of your food tightly. So whenever you're outside, you're going to run into bugs and you don't want your stuff spilling out of the cooler. So you want to have tightly sealed reusable containers to keep the bugs and, and, and your food in. You want to have uh, flatware plates and bowls. Uh, If you want simplicity, uh, maybe go with the eco-friendly disposable option that you can throw away when you're done. Uh, I've now seen like uh, bamboo utensils and uh, bamboo uh, disposable plates and bowls now, which is kind of cool. Then I've even seen like different options, things made of sugar cane. So it's really cool that you have all these options now. And of course, we've got our cart with us. Um, don't forget your paper, um uh, your napkins and paper towels. Cause you just never know. And, you know, with kids, you always want to have, uh, those handy wipes. So if you get sticky or if something, you know, somebody gets a stain on them, those little wipes are, are great for that.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, kind of curious about the drinks in that. What, what, it, well, the, you know, you got those to control depending on people's likes and stuff. You you've got to be very careful with those when they're open because, especially the sugary ones with the uh, bees oh, and yeah. so on. Um, and and also, is there especially if those who want to maybe have a, a a drink that has a little alcohol? We know enough. You're using these public parks, the pavilions mm-hmm. can't be bringing that stuff.
1: No, so make sure you know what the rules are before you go, and uh, you know just be mindful i know now that i've seen these clever uh, silicone covers you can use to put over things so that uh bugs can't get in them um uh, i've seen little things where you could actually it almost looks like a little plastic thing that fits into the the hole of the of the pop can so that uh it almost sort of like reseals it so you have uh different options there
0: nice yeah, that's really good because that is the biggest thing I know I've run into and been really kind of uncomfortable with and stuff like that. Uh, okay, want to carry on with other things to handle things, you know, packing our basket, the ice on the bottom, those kinds of little oh, things. Yes. What do we do with there?
1: Yeah, so when you're packing packing your basket, put it in order of the things you need to take out first. So all non-perishable food on the bottom, uh, any flatware plates on the top, uh, and place a blanket and tablecloth on the very – tablecloth rather um, and blanket on the very top so you can pull it out first so you can put it you can lay it out on the ground as soon as you get there Um, you want to lay any fragile items uh, sort of wrapping them up in something so that they don't get uh, broken in transport Um, if you do have access to a a vehicle when you're coming you know one of those plastic totes might be a a good idea or bringing having like a small cardboard box with handles Um, of course you want to have that ice or um, ice packs inside of your, in the bottom. So, um, things that are on top of it would be like your lunch meat, your boiled eggs, your, um, any sort of, uh, fried chicken, things like that. That way it's less likely to go bad. And you want to aim to fill, out, uh, 25% of the cooler with ice. If you're going to use ice instead of ice packs.
2: Love that. Um, and I also, I love the whole packing things in the order you need them to come out because, that can be something where people just kind of say, okay, we're going to throw this all in here and it's willy-nilly in order. And, you know, it, it's best to have that plan as we've talked about all through this. Or take things out in the order or put them in in the order you're going to take them out. I think that's kind of a a, a really cool thing to do.
1: Yeah, and, you know, as part of like uh, being an independent living specialist, like organization is such a big part of what I do. So <laughs> throwing anywhere where I can throw it in to to make it easier for people the better sure of course. Uh, yeah yeah so um you know if you have um if you're going to grill things you want to maybe put your things in while they're still frozen so you keep your frozen hamburger patties frozen uh, frozen hot dogs whatever you know uh, appetizers you're going to grill put them in frozen and that way they'll stay fresher longer and then you want to make sure you wrap up any raw meat in in a package by itself, and uh, putting it in a cooler. So if it's in a Ziploc, maybe put that ziplock in a, in another plastic bag and then seal it up so that uh, it doesn't leak and contaminate all your other foods because cross contamination is a is could be a problem as well. And then of course you know you want to prepare for the weather, so you want to pack an extra jacket, extra blankets or scarves, and possibly a large umbrella to either protect yourself from the sun. Or from from the rain, and you can also get these really cool like uh, pop up tents that you can put out. So if people just want to get out of get in out of the sun a little bit, then they've got a spot to go.
0: Awesome. Okay, what about patios?
1: Ah, uh, so patios, great alternative. So if you mm-hmm. don't want to bring your own food and drinks, and uh, being in Toronto, we have a lot of options. So we have a lot of themed different theme bars to try out, from sci fi to tiki bars. There's a lot of awesome places you can try out now. Um, as with everything else, we would sort of want to consider the space. So we want to make sure it's like it's accessible for everyone. Are there like low hanging signs from the ceiling? Are there sandwich boards that could cause tripping hazards? Are there room decorations that one could knock into? Um, are there elevators or ramps for people with mobility devices to enter the safe the space safely? Um, to save time and energy, I always suggest that people uh, look up the menus online first and get a good sense of sort of what you want. so then that way, Uh, When you get there, you can just sort of, uh, you know, you know exactly what you want and it saves a whole lot of time. Um, Now what I'm noticing, I don't know if you guys have have noticed this, but a lot of bars and restaurants are now having these QR codes in the center of tables to scan.
0: Right, yes, for uh, for menus.
1: Yeah, and uh, so I don't know how accessible they are. So this is why, you know, checking it out ahead of time if they're not able to give you a, a menu in an accessible format.
2: Wow. I find um, I find I find that they cover the the QR code with something on the table and it's they just kind of assume oh people will move that and it's like it doesn't quite work that way when you don't know they're there to begin with.
1: Right, exactly. So, you know, maybe to self-advocate, you can sort of say to the server, "Listen, you know, I have sight loss and it would really make a big difference to me if you could just kind of tell me, you know, is there an accessible menu option is there a QR code and tell me where it is on the table so I can scan it or can you tell me maybe you know what your favorite things on the menu are what would you get so sometimes the servers always have you know the best ideas about what uh, what is the most popular so if you kind of want to go that route then you can um, the other thing too is uh, because you're paying for it, you deserve to have the food in the format of your choice. So if it's easier for you to have the meat taken off the bone, or have bones removed, uh, like from fish, let's say, or having salad cut up into smaller pieces, just let the server know, and uh, they hopefully, if they want that tip, they should comply.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, I uh, couldn't agree more. I do use that exact same thing. It's a uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful service when they do comply sometimes you get the odd one that doesn't but uh Mm -hmm. it's it's really great when they do leanne thank you so much for this great topic we really appreciate it and we'll have to leave uh, barbecue safety for another day
1: sounds great have a great week guys
2: leanne barda joins us once a month on kelly and company however beginning in september she will join us on the third monday of each month
0: folks it's that time again We'll uh, rejoin you and we'll take a look into a couple of minutes to see what's coming up with the gang now with Dave Brown and Rock and I'll wave bye. So stick around, please. We'll cover off some more after this.